Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Studios ESL podcast, man. I'm so grateful to be back today, man. You know, I am just so excited about just having this MacBook Pro. Um, you know what? I just realized that with my MacBook Air, everything was just so slow. I was getting angry at technology, and yet I was doing nothing about it. You know, and I just had to really assess and take a self-assessment and say, if I were to buy a MacBook Pro, how much better and quicker and more efficient would my life become? And it was a no-brainer. Man, tasks that would take upwards to an hour in the morning only takes 15 minutes to do because it's so fast. The different things that I have access to, the easy, the, and I had to buy it obviously before getting three different companies um, that I'm actually going to be doing online training for, uh, Phillips and all these other, uh, well, a couple of others out here in Bangkok. So the last thing I wanted to do was like, oh, sorry guys, my Mac, my, my computer is very slow. No. And it wasn't just for them, it was for my own personal sake and me doing everything that I'm doing right now. The video camera, the audio, believe it or not, you guys are listening to me with my Blue Yeti connected to my MacBook. And I remember that the Brazilian girl that I was teaching, and you guys are going to hear about her TOEFL score coming up real soon. She told me, she was like, oh, your voice sounds different. It sounds better. And I'm like, no, this is the same microphone. She was like, well, it sounds different. Sounds better. And then I finally heard myself and I said, oh my God, I sound amazing. Don't know why, but I guess the tech, old tech versus new tech, I have no idea. But let's just say that the Blue Yeti is more compatible with the M1 MacBook Pro than it is with the MacBook Air from five years ago. And so this is only the beginning. I got my Bose noise canceling earphones on right now. And obviously, um, hopefully towards the end of next month. I will be getting rid of my slow-ass iPhone, and I can start doing IGTVs and get onto Clubhouse with the new iPhone 13. So once I upgrade all this technology, life is going to become so much easier, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get into some audios in regards to two speakers talking about working at home, let's look at it from this perspective. Does working at home really work? Let's look at both the pros and cons and weigh them out. <clears throat> so... Disadvantages of family. If family was given a category, and I'm going to be giving you seven, or as a matter of fact, eight of them, how much do you think, what are the disadvantages of working from home with family? Okay, now, while I was coaching one of my students from Chile, she lives in Alabama, and uh, she's getting, she's a nurse back in Chile, but she's getting ready to go to either UFF or another country to start with her licensing uh, to become an official RN in America. And I told her uh, that, you know, and, and I saw how frustrated she was getting with the baby crying and all these other things because it just seems like her husband does not help her around the house. No offense. And so I could see how annoying family could be while either like learning from home or even doing work from home. Right. And so that's one of the biggest issues. And I'm going to be doing a lot in regards to, you know, uh, working with this, these other companies and going through the same segments out here in Thailand with about 10 students in my class. Very excited about that. And so in saying that, obviously, with family, there could be big disadvantages. And to be honest with you, I don't see any advantages. I mean, yeah, being around them all the time, but sometimes you need that space. 
you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I love being at my condo as opposed to being at other places and having to always give myself to people, yet I'm not giving myself to myself. That could be a huge problem, right? And so it's very, very important to understand that and to say, you know what, I just don't know, like when it comes to family, there's sometimes that, you know, if I'm doing, or not family, but with friends, if I'm at a friend's house and I'm doing a lot of segments in terms of, okay, Arsenio, hurry up, just do what you gotta do. The next thing you know, my friend comes out and bugs me for 20 minutes, completely takes me out of my flow state. And then now I'm no longer in flow. And then when I get out of flow, when I identify what disrupted my flow, it's being at someone else's place. And so that's why it's really good having that amount of discipline and being here at my condo like today, being able to bang out as many videos and podcasts and different things that I've done. It has been phenomenal. And you know what? I haven't been this productive in a long time, but it is, it's very, very easy as a matter of fact, right? Because I write down my to-do list and say, okay, I know if I do this one thing, it's going to create momentum. And then right with that momentum, I go into flow. After flow, I'm on fire, right? And so family, I don't really see that many advantages. How about the workplace? Disadvantages, constant disruptions, right? Lots of loud noise, banging, because I work in a shopping center at a tutorial center, all right? And I think I work on the 11th floor and at the other places on the 15th floor, but that place is absolutely ginormous and I don't work there often. So, but the disadvantages of being there is like, if I wanna hurry up and do a 10 minute transition meditation in between my class, because these goddamn kids were driving me up the goddamn wall, they just come bang in and say, hey teacher, we're ready to study again. I'm like, it's been four minutes. Get your ass out there and go eat. <laughs> you know what I mean, boy. I'm telling you, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, the advantages, though, is communication. Because communication is the gift of the gab, okay? That's basically having those people skills is one of my, one of my core desire feelings, communication, as well as Gia, which is about nature. And... I experienced that back in March of last year, and it was such a massive withdrawal for me because, guys, you know, my morning was getting up, getting on a train at about 6.30 in the morning, going to a gym with crazy high energy, doing a workout with three or four other people, feeling good, get a wonderful, delicious breakfast and get ready for, you know, to train my banking executives. Then after that, go to another location, then another location, and I was constantly on the go moving and so many different things. But then when you have all of that taken away from you, it was very, very difficult for me. But then obviously with me having a podcast and everything, and of course going through all these other programs I went through, you know, it's something that I've grown accustomed to. So I'm kind of like an endogenous being, right? It's kind of like if a palm tree, if you take a palm tree out of the Caribbean and you place it in Antarctica, there's no way that it's going to survive. But with human beings, you could place us anywhere and we can adapt to our circumstances. So when I'm able to adapt to my circumstances, whether it's work from home and out there, it goes to show you how resilient and persevere, you know, persevering I truly am, right? And so, you know, the disadvantages of not working at a workplace is sometimes I would get maybe a little bit lazy back in the day. But now that doesn't happen anymore because I know what I need to complete and I know those needle moving forward drivers for my online business, my training programs and everything that I'm doing right now. And so there it is. Then you got your working day. 
Okay. Obviously, workplace and then your working day. Work a day, man. I remember, oh my God, at my last job. You guys have already heard that story. And oh man, my last job, it was absolutely atrocious. Okay. And it's because that I never had time for myself, that I was constantly hearing voices. People would constantly come in. I was constantly passing by people. When I had to get something to eat, feeling that negative energy from the people who lived in that area of Bangkok, known as Rangsit, it was really hard for me because I didn't adapt and I took responsibility for everyone else's ignorance. You see what I mean? So the working day on Saturday and Sunday is so excruciatingly long. And I know I'm using that word wrong, but excruciatingly meaning it's it was very painful to go from 10 a.m., finish at 1240, start at 1, and then finish at 340, and then go from potentially 4 up to 640. That's pretty much nine hours minus the breaks and different things so it might be about seven and a half hours but when you're teaching people who don't even give a damn about their own well-being about learning english and people who would just go two-faced and complain about you i have the oh my god my working day and sometimes you know at the tutorial center right now i elected to say no more to the little kids i don't want to teach younger kids anymore and it's simply because i just I, I, the, it doesn't, I don't feel whole. I don't feel fulfilled when I'm teaching younger individuals. But let's say on a Tuesday and Thursday now, I'm teaching two different businesses online for six hours, training them in business English. That is more, that brings me a ridiculous sense of fulfillment. So work a day, advantages, working from home, still good. I would like to go outside, yes. I remember I had the international school student at the beginning of this year not the best place definitely needed it for the money because i was still all over the place financially compared to what i am now unbelievably stable but i had to take a huge journey and go to a home where unfortunately this snobby kid would just sit there and not communicate with me and mock me for two hours and it would be so difficult to do that because you could only imagine traveling an hour and 15 minutes away to go to someone's home who really doesn't give a damn about you. And then to walk back out there, get on a motorcycle, go back to the airport rally, hurry up and transfer to the MRT, the MRT, come over here to get back on a, uh, on a motorcycle to come back to my home. For fucking what? So, I don't have to do that anymore. I do love getting out and going places, most definitely. Do I miss that? Absolutely. But at the same time, I don't want to do it all the time because I feel like there is an integration between working from home and obviously working from a workplace. So commuting, like I was just telling you about, the advantages is that downtime that you have, right? So the transition, like you need to leave work at work. And so whatever you're listening to, podcasts or meditation or doing breathing exercises is saying, release 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 before you get in and give yourself to whoever it is you live with that was a critical component for a lot of people's days and then now when you don't have those transitions you need to be able to implement that throughout your day to be able to sustain that energy right so the disadvantages for me god damn i can see my workplace here from my bedroom and guys i'm looking at the building right now and to be honest with you it takes 30 minutes to get there because that's how bad traffic and everything here. You know what? It takes 30 minutes to get to that place, which is only 10 kilometers away. And I have to take three forms of transportation. 
That sounds absolutely stupendously stupid, right? So, you know, do I miss going there? Sometimes. But to be honest with you, if I go there twice a week, I'm good with that. Don't ask me to go any other time. So luckily now that I don't know if tutorial centers are going to open back up, and now Tuesday and Thursday, hey, I don't have to go there. Okay, Friday, don't leave me alone. I got a class in midday for the whole month. 1 30 to 3 p.m no i'm not gonna go there at night especially on week uh what is it on uh weeknights weekend i'm not teaching little kids anymore you see what i mean i'm making my schedule down so commuting technology i get the same technology anywhere right so i got no problem with that efficiency like i said sometimes being at work and being at the workplace i would be more efficient as opposed to being home but now I've developed my habits so well that it's no longer an issue, right? Some days, yes, some days I get real lazy and say, man, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. And I'm like, you know what, just Arsenio, give yourself a rest today. Hit it hard tomorrow morning. So I woke up this morning, I started writing down, okay, this is my one, two, three, four. These are the needle drivers. These, This is what's going to move my business forward. Let me hurry up and get in touch with my coaching students. Let me hurry up and do this. Let me respond to these and let me start making these videos because these are the needle drivers. These are the ne moving the needle forward. Uh, what is it? Uh, the things that I have to do throughout the day. So efficiency, no problem. Cost. Oh, you beat your, oh, you bet your ass. Now, make no mistake. If I'm getting paid a lump sum, which I would, which I was before the shutdowns in March, and I get paid X amount of dollars, okay, over, you know, two hours, I've got no problem. Because I know after I finish with that company, they're going to drive me all the way to the little MRT station. And from there, I'm going to take the MRT all the way across town to the MRT that's just over the bridge, right over here, about a, a, a kilometer away. Get on a motorcycle and I get dropped off right here in front of my condo. I love that commute. I love it. And if I'm getting paid a lot, no problem. However, if I go to my main job tutorial center that doesn't pay me much at all, we're going to have a little bit of an issue because I'm like, oh man, I really don't want to go all the way there. Doesn't make any sense to go all the way there. Right? And so, especially if you're getting paid the money I got paid. And so I'm like, guys, you have to give me X amount of hours for me to go down there. Now, I do sometimes like the commute because I'm on the train and stuff like that. But uh, other times it's annoying, especially when I have to go back home. You know, if I had to go into, you know, the different areas of, um, you know, Bangkok and the inner city, that would be increasingly annoying because there are so many people. But now I know how to control my energy. I know how to control my feelings. I know how to control everything that's around me that I don't get bothered by that anymore. So, huh, costs, the disadvantages. Have to pay a lot of money to travel. However, the advantages, okay, for costs, oh yeah, of working from home, you ain't gotta pay nothing. See what I mean? And that actually works very, very well. Because obviously, me not having to do anything on these days, right? I mean, not having to travel, and I could just get on the computer at eight and not have to lose an hour standing up oh yeah on the train oh yeah and motivation i got much more motivation working from home that's right now yes i would love to train at the companies again and i do believe that that's going to happen but the motivation is very important because some of the if you're working from home the disadvantages meaning you might be so comfortable at home 
that you know you aren't as efficient you lack that motivation so sometimes you have to change the environment sometimes you have to work for 50 minutes get up stretch and go do something do some jumping jacks some air squats some some sit-ups whatever it may be take the dog for a walk go meditate for a little bit close your eyes listen to something go send some voice notes to some friends uh, send five voice notes to five friends who you haven't spoken to in a while and just say hey man was just thinking about you just checking up on you seeing how everything's going that's caring that's giving a damn that's a quality friendship that is quality within you so if you implement that throughout your work week and i'm sorry your work day it's going to make it better right because sometimes disadvantages working from home being in that environment and sometimes it could be an abusive environment i know you guys have heard those stories hey you know that's it's very 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 unfortunate and my heart goes out to you know the majority of the women who are going through those and i guess you could say men too which although they are doing the whole doing you know they're not the ones for saving but um you know if you could take that if some people do prefer being outside because they're away from an abusive father abusive mother abusive spouse abusive siblings abusive relatives whatever it may be but at the same time the advantages of working from home is being able to implement a number of things and not having to have that boss just looking at you all the time luckily i don't have a boss i have a guy that pays me i talk to him once a year about my visa which i ain't gonna talk to him until may of next year and that's the end of it i did talk to him this month in regards to a company that he wanted me to train at i'm like okay cool what's the details how much okay i'm cool with that let's go all right I'll let my staff contact you. Okay, talk to you next year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got no problem with that. It's like, it's all business with him. He doesn't try to manage people, micromanage. I love it. But if I don't end up getting work, you know, I'm going to raise hell. And I'm going, obviously, with the racially influenced event that had happened uh, earlier in September, you know, I had to bring it to his attention. I said, hey, if this is the way you run business by giving a whole bunch of white boys these classes, you see what I mean? But again, he's a very non-confrontational person, so there's no way that he's going to message me back. However, he did approach all the staff and say, what the hell is going on, right? This is our number one guy. What are you doing? So luckily, everything's been resolved, and I guess I got three extra companies I could train at. So, hey, I guess it all works out. But got to keep my eye on the prize. So in saying that, people, that is the prelude. Holy shit, how long was I talking for? All right, that is the prelude to working from home. All right, and so what we're going to do now, we're going to listen to two interviews about or with people who telework, right, working from home. All right, and what you're going to do is write down, okay, speaker one, what country? What did they do before? What do they do now? What are the advantages of their new work? What are the advantages of their new employers or clients, et cetera, et cetera? There are two speakers. Practice your listening, okay? Practice your writing, okay? The whole coordination that you have to do, mind to, mind to hand, mind to hand, mind to hand coordination. Do some writing and let's see how you go about answering these, all right? So here we go. And let me uh, turn this Track back. Track 37. No. Interview 1 The internet and other new technologies have changed the way we work and the titles of our jobs. For example, instead of the secretary, meet Jill Spencer, a virtual assistant. Jill, what exactly is a virtual assistant? 
Virtual assistants, or VAs, work from home. We offer services to businesses which don't have sufficient work to justify employing someone full-time. Why did you decide to be a virtual assistant? I retired from my job as a conference organiser, but I wanted to earn some extra money. I became a VA because it meant I didn't have to leave my country home down here in Cornwall. Yes, it's a lovely place. I can understand why you didn't want to move away. So, how did you start? I had a lot of contacts from my previous work. I began by providing things like bookkeeping, but now I offer a range of services for clients all over the UK. It's going well, then? Yes. I wasn't looking to earn a fantastic amount of money. The biggest advantage is that you can do as little or as much as you want. If it's a lovely sunny day, I can sit out in the garden and do the work in the evening. What do you need to get started? The basic tools are a computer with an internet connection, a scanner and a mobile phone. Anyone with basic office skills could do the job. Apart from that, it depends on the kind of services you're going to offer and what the clients want. And what's in it for the companies? Companies get a huge amount out of it because they only use a virtual assistant when they need one. Also, they can perhaps get someone with a higher professional level than they could get if they had to pay someone full-time. There's also no problem of office hours. A businessman can be out of the office all day, but his assistant is still available in the evening if he needs to discuss things. I think it could make a big difference to everyone's lifestyle. So VAs are very interesting. And just on that, you know, I was working with a guy uh, that I did a duo podcast with. You guys will still probably be able to listen to it on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. I believe that the last time we debuted an episode had to be probably the end of December, if I'm not, of uh, 2019, if I'm not mistaken. But I had given up because I realized that People weren't listening to us about for the interviewers that were coming on. They were listening to us for us. And that's why it's very important. That's why I realized, you know, I stopped interviewing a lot of people because I'm like, you know what? If there's not a definitive back purpose behind it, forget about it. So um, anyways, uh, in that, you know, we interviewed about 84 people. Oh, my God. And um you know, towards the end, we got a VA. Now, I'm like, okay, why do we need a VA? Because one, we're not certified in anything. Two, we're not making any money. I don't understand how we can make money. You know, there's a lot of things that, you, you know, obviously at the time I was still young in my whole personal development. In my, well, not too young, but I was still pretty much like an amateur as opposed to, you know, who I am now and knowing my direction and knowing what I want to do. But back then... I was just like, man, you know what? Why are we paying this VA? And we had a lot of bad VAs too. And it's very unfortunate because their work ethic, their work ethic and their discipline. Like if we, if Luke, that was his name, if you wanted something done before like a specific time and then she disappears for three days over the weekend and comes back and says, oh, so sorry, da 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 We're kind of like, okay, that strike one, you disappear without saying anything. You're not very reliable. Your credibility is very low right now. And so next thing you know, we gave her a handful of tasks again. She didn't do anything. 
And he was like, hey, listen, it's just not working out. And so when you're a VA, you have to be very descriptive about what you can do, whether it's typing up documents, whether, you know, if you're a graphic designer, you would have a lot more. Uh, You know, I would go the whole Fiverr route instead of, you know, going VA, but, you know, building up your clientele would be very good on Fiverr. Um, There was a guy that had followed me on my ESL podcast page. I need to hurry up and get back to him, but I still don't know exactly what I want my ESL podcast logo to look like. Um, But yeah, he, he got, he got in touch with me and, you know, he is someone who works essentially as a VA. He works from his laptop. Right. And it's not the whole, oh, you know, yeah, you could work on a beach. No, if you're on a beach, you want to enjoy the beach. It's not this whole ridiculous 21st century style of living, you know, setting up Google ads and all these fake gurus out there. This this has nothing to do with that. This has to do with, you know, being able to establish yourself and say, okay, I can do this, this, this. How can I be of service and what are people looking for? Become a master at that, become the top 1% at that, get referrals, get leads, have the website. There are lots of things that you could do. So whoever is out of work right now, and I was just talking to a 24-year-old from the country of Bhutan. She's like, oh, I'm currently unemployed right now. And I'm like, hey, listen, you understand that everyone needs a VA. To be honest with you, you know, if I needed an assistant, I know exactly where I'm going to be looking for. You know, I'm going to be looking in the backyard of here. And I'm going to hire someone on a, you know, on a part-time basis, depending on how busy I am and stuff like that. And that's what's going to happen by year's end. I will find someone that could actually, you know, help me in regards to that. So, you know, I'm very excited in that way. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, what can you do? I need you to do this. And that comes, that's a skill that I need to develop. And that's what I wrote down over the next three months that I need to do research into. Like, I don't want to manage people, but I would say, okay, so by this time, you can post at this time. This is what I'm going to do here. I need this done. Okay, make sure this is all cleared up. Do this, do this, do that. You know what I mean? But I'm just doing this from like, a okay, step number one. Okay, step number two. All right, have that list. And at the same time, still going through that high performance coaching, you know, with her or him, whoever it is I hire saying, okay, so what is, what are the, what is the done before one task that you need to do for me? Right. If you get all this done before one, guess what? You have an entire free day, you know? And so VA, it's a tough job and you don't want to lose face. And that's how you get leads. And that's how you end up developing a lot. You know, there was a lady who I brought onto the podcast probably about last March named Yvette Rose. And you know, she has VAs all over the globe. And I love it because her team is connected to one email. And I'm like, see, that's exactly how you do it. So, you know, her being an author and one of the top, you know, transformation coaches in the world, you know, she's able to say, okay, all right, this email is going to be done. This person asked about this. Okay, you do this, you do that. Because all that admin work, I don't want to do anymore. So I'm going to have to hire a VA, but that VA is going to have to do specific tasks for me. So there's a lot to consider is what I'm trying to say. So anyways, all right, let's get into the next one. This is the last one. And then I'm going to let you guys go. Track 38. Interview two. Anna, what exactly do you do? I'm a concierge at the Westin Hotel in Santa Clara, California. What was life like before you became a teleworker? I had to get up at three in the morning so I could shower and dress 
take my kids to my mother's and set off to work by 4.30. 4.30? Yes. There was a lot of traffic. On a good day, I got there by 6.30. That gave me half an hour to relax before starting my shift at 7 o'clock. It sounds awful. Yes, I was getting up in the dark and getting home in the dark. I never saw my husband or children. I liked my job, but my life was a nightmare. And what is life like now? Oh, I feel like the luckiest person alive. I now get up at 5.30. My mother still looks after the children, but I don't have the 80-mile drive to work along Highway 101. <laughs> We've set up my workplace in one of the bedrooms. I sit down in front of a camera, pin on a microphone, and I'm ready for business. How does it work at the hotel? Guests still go up to the concierge desk, but instead of me in person, they see me on a giant TV screen. Oh, that's awesome. They can only see my head and shoulders, so I can wear my slippers while I work. What do your employers think about it? Oh, they're happy, because they can't afford to lose me. In the hotel industry, we don't have the high salaries of Cisco, Palm, or Sun Micro, so there's a high turnover of staff. With unemployment around here so low, it's hard to replace workers. It cost them $50,000, but they thought it was worth a try. And the guests? They're happy. Apart from anything else, they don't have to leave a tip. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. Um, whoa, that is pretty cool. And again, it's not like you're talking to an AI, you're talking to an actual person, but they're on a monitor. I don't know, it sounds it sounds interesting. I think the last hotel that I actually checked in at, um, what is it? I went with one of my friends to geez, where did where did we go? Um What is it? Oh my god. Okay, no, Krabby. Didn't we go anywhere else? No, we haven't been anywhere since, huh? Jesus. So, yeah, I think we went to Wahin once. Ah, that's it. We went to Wahin just one week before Songkran when everything shut down. And Wahin is gorgeous. It's a resort town, one of my favorite beaches in the world. Thailand has so many of them, right? But we stayed at Anantara, right? And so, you know, when we checked into that hotel, it was a little bit slow. And so by having VAs and saying, okay, you can check in at this time, this will be done and having monitors so we don't have to wait in line, that could have been a lot better. So if we actually went up to a monitor, a machine and said, okay, check it in today. How many people scan your passport? Okay, somebody will see you shortly. That would be so much better rather than waiting at the concierge desk one by one and having to wait 15 to 20 minutes. See what I mean? So it does work. Now, again, for these big, massive hotels where you have hundreds of guests, I think that'll be difficult. But at the same time, people, you know, if you're checking out, there's got to be an easier way to check out, right? Um, if you're checking in and, you know, there are big lines and stuff like that, there's got to be another alternative. So I think that's awesome. So in saying that, people, that gives you an idea that telework and the opportunity to do a lot of different things obviously and you know out you you know in the world we don't always have to commute we don't always have to do the same jobs like we've been doing for such a long time we could always switch it up 
So with that being said, man, that was a fantastically long podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for more, man. We're going to be topping off this specific one coming up real soon. So in saying that, people, I want you guys to uh, make sure you share this and everything, and I'll be seeing you guys real soon. I'm your host, as always, over and out.